an inside look at the massive expansion continuing at this indoor water park resort in the Poconos, and an update on when your family can start enjoying the new additions, plus a place to escape in more ways than one. And the first of a three-part series showing you all the DNL Trail has to offer this time of year. Meet the small business owners at Opals on Fifth, a wellness center for the mind, body, and soul. Plus the maker who's carving out a name for herself and crafting signs all across the Poconos. And the kickoff event for Poconos Park this season, previewing the Lost Highway Motorcycle Show and Concert, all on this episode of Pocono Mountains Magazine. Hi everyone, it's Jim Hamill, one of the hosts of Pocono Mountains Magazine. Welcome to the May edition, and it is time to tee off in the Poconos. Golf is back. We're here at Skytop Lodge. There's so many adventures and festivals on tap for the season. We're going to check them all out. During your stay at Skytop, you can take a hike to see this beautiful waterfall or take a day to explore and see all the other wonderful waterfalls the Pocono Mountains has to offer. After a day of exploring your favorite Pocono places, you're sure to work up an appetite. And here in the region, we have so many unique dining options. At Skytop Lodge here, you can get a taste of the Poconos. The cuisines change with the season, giving that true farm-to-fork experience. Your table's ready, follow me. Thanks. You're welcome. And we are very fortunate here on Pocono Mountains Magazine to have not one, not two, but three great hosts, Deanna, Brianna, and me. The perfect trio. That's right. <laughs> we have a lot in store for you this show, jam-packed. But first, let's see how the Poconos have been making the news lately. WNEP-TV showcased how tourism gives back in communities across the Poconos. The second ever Community Impact Grant from the Pocono Mountains Visitors Bureau recently awarded over $300,000 among 37 projects to enhance parks, beautify boroughs, restore historic landmarks, and so much more. World Atlas featured the 10 best towns in the Poconos to chill out, including Holly, Milford, Honesdale, Stroudsburg, Palmerton, Jim Thorpe, and Tannersville, as well as Mount Pocono. The article says, quote, there is something for everyone to do in the small towns here, from high action activities like whitewater rafting to more peaceful stargazing and wildlife watching. It's a big project. It's a big transformation going from winter to summer. WNEP also stopped by Camelback Resort, where the ski slopes become Camel Beach, Pennsylvania's largest outdoor water park. Also be sure to check out Camelback Mountain Adventures with a mountain coaster, zip lines, and UTVs. From slides to celebrity designs, progress continues being made on the $125 million expansion happening at this indoor water park resort in the Poconos. And today we're giving you a sneak peek of what's to come for your wolf pack. So each villa is 1,500 square feet. There's three bedrooms. Take a look inside the 30 woodland villas under construction and now accepting reservations at Great Wolf Lodge in Scott Run. An upgrade from the traditional guest experience, the personalized woodland villa experience includes an exclusive check-in lounge, VIP parking, plus a private pavilion for activities and movie nights. Each villa sleeps up to 10 people and can be conjoined for even more space. And it could be multi-generational, 
grandma, grandpa, extended family, they meet. So somebody lives in one state and another state, and they all say, hey, let's go meet at the Great Wolf Lodge. It's guaranteed weather, it's indoors, they have all of these things to do, there's kids at different age groups, there's something for everybody. The villa's outdoor living areas were brought to life by renowned designer and HGTV star Nate Burgess. His design celebrates nature in a functional way. For example, the outdoor dining table also serves up ping pong fun. He was just so great to work with. He has two kids of his own, and he really got it. For the small but mighty wolf packs, this new mountain tower will bring an additional 200 guest suites to the property. Two, one, go. Inside the main lobby, a new full-service sit-down restaurant and bar called Fireside is now open, complementing Great Wolf's original buffet dining option, which is also receiving a refresh. So Fireside is kind of the quintessential campfire dining experience. We really want people to come together with their families and experience, you know, they go in the water park and, and they come to dinner. We really want that those memories to happen here, right? We theme the menu around that as well. We have steaks, burgers, our smoky mac and cheese, really just tying that in, and of course our signature s'mores dessert. Open year-round, the indoor water park is being expanded to add seven new water slides, 20 additional cabanas, plus an indoor-outdoor food and beverage venue. The outdoor water park and four-story ropes course area receiving upgrades as well. So we have an outdoor hot tub, we have an outdoor fire pits for evening activities, we have outdoor food and beverage activities, we have a huge pool with splash pads in it, we have eight cabanas that are actually designed by Nate Burkus, so it kind of ties into what he emulated in our woodland villas. This massive $125 million expansion matches Great Wolf's initial investment in 2005 when opening as the Pocados first indoor water park resort. Now, all 95 acres are under construction, the new additions creating 300 permanent jobs. They saw the Pocono Mountains as an opportunity that needed to be revived. So since this property was built in 2005, we've had close to 1.5 or 2 billion in additional hospitality and tourism investment. There's not a really a lot of places in the United States you could point to, or maybe even one that's had that type of investment. So it's incredibly significant. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. Hi, Paul. The outdoor attractions, as well as the new addition to the indoor water park, will be open as of 4th of July weekend. The Woodland Villas and the Mountain Tower to follow in late summer. And just remember, Great Wolf Lodge is open throughout the construction process. My family was here recently, and we had a blast. So we hope to see you here soon. With the Pocono Television Network, I'm Brianna Strong. As the seasons are changing, it's the perfect opportunity to try something new. I'll show you a couple options coming up on this edition of Pocono Mountains Magazine. And the kickoff to the season for a renewed performing arts venue, how motorcycles and music are going to combine to help first responders and veterans. That's ahead here on Pocono Mountains Magazine. This edition of Pocono Mountains Magazine is presented by St. Luke's Monroe Campus and East Strasburg University. There are so many things to do in the Poconos, like riding your bike on the DNL Trail.
Visit PoconoMountains.com. Nature and golf go hand in hand in the Pocono Mountains. Tee off across the region and save by purchasing a Golf Around card and play twice at participating courses for just $30 per round, card included. Find out more information at PoconoMountains.com slash golf. Hi everyone, it's Jim Hamill, and with Memorial Day weekend being the unofficial kickoff to summer, what could be more American than motorcycles and music? And so for the weekend before Memorial Day, they are having a Lost Highway motorcycle show and concert at Poconos Park, right near Bushkill. And Pocono Mountain Harley Davidson is partnering on some charity rides for that weekend. Let's find out more from both the organizers of that concert show and charity rides. Rev your engines for the Lost Highway Motorcycle Show at Concert. It's the first big event of the season at Poconos Park in Bushkill. Lost Highway Motorcycle Show and Concert in mid-May. Sure to bring out bikers and bikes and fans of rock and roll. We're in the, I'll call it the good times business, right? So we're bringing the good times with the music and the motorcycles. John Oakes and his team restarted the former Mountain Laurel Center for the Performing Arts in 2022 with its first festival in years. Cowboy Luau. Now Poconos Park has some big plans for the 23 season and beyond. And it all starts with Lost Highway featuring Leonard Skinner and Marshall Tucker Band. We're excited to bring people together and as we grow with Poconos Park, we'll have different themed events you know for different genres of music and there's some stuff that i'm not going to announce yet but coming up in the near future we have a few really exciting events that we will make a public announcement on and you know with the ambition of them being annual events that will just continue to grow year over year lost highway is one of those events and you can see why it has lasting power with a partnership with pocono mountain harley davidson the behemoth dealership of i-80 in tannersville we love to just bring the whole community from near from far. We all love motorcycles. It's one thing we can all unite on and we love to help people out and I think just coming together, it's a sense of brotherhood, sense of community and it's, it's what we love to do. And so that's why Pocono Mountain Harley-Davidson is the starting point for not one but two charity rides during the Lost Highway weekend and both for great causes. Friday will be our first responders ride and Saturday will be our veterans ride. All the way to Poconos Park and the tickets will include entry to the concert and to the festival. Raising money for the local Bushkill Volunteer Fire Company and you know it really is a way for us to honor all first responders, right? Whether it's in medical or police or fire, uh, you know, bringing people together around the camaraderie. Poconospark.com will keep you updated on the upcoming events at the venue that's been brought back to life and fits perfectly in the surrounding Pocono Mountains. There's so many other great activities, whether you live local or you're from the region or beyond, you know, whether it's floating down the Delaware, hiking at Bushkill Falls, hiking one of the other bazillion trails or falls around the area, getting on your Harley and zipping around the back roads. Uh, there's, there's just so, so many fun outdoors activities to participate in the Poconos, and, and it's why we, you know, we're really happy to have the region and Poconos Park as home. Thank you. 
Rev up that motorcycle and get to Poconos Park, starting with Lost Highway, and much more to come. Jim Hamill for the Pocono Television Network. Earth Day was a major success all across the four counties of the Pocono Mountains this year with Pick Up the Pocono Spring Cleanup. More than 700 volunteers fanned out all across the region picking up litter along roads and in public parks and along the river too. All told, more than 1,000 bags of trash were taken to the landfill and removed from our beautiful Poconos. And we have you to thank from the bottom of our hearts. Please save the date for our fall Pick Up the Poconos Day Cleanup, September 23rd. Head to PickUpThePoconos.com to learn more and remember to leave no trace. We're saving humanity from the zombie apocalypse and so much more coming up on Pocono Mountains Magazine. In the 30 seconds, it takes you to click, zip, or just fasten your life jacket. You or someone you love could be saved from being a drowning victim. Our rivers and lakes are something special. So are the lives we will save by wearing it. Please. 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 Wear it. This message is brought to you by the Pennsylvania Fish and Boat Commission, Delaware Water Gap National Recreation Area, first responders everywhere, Upper Delaware Scenic and Recreational River. For a fun night out, come to the mountains, the Pocono Mountains. Pocono Mountains Nightlife. Find yours at PoconoMountains.com. When hitting the Pocono Beverage Trail, chances are you're looking for an escape. And this Beverage Trail location in Bartonsville provides just that in more ways than one. The Pocono Television Network interns and myself became paranormal investigators trying to save children abducted by the boogeyman. We searched for clues in the kids' rooms, met their families, you won't get the boy. and encountered some serious scares along the way. So bad news, uh, the storm definitely took our power out. From fear to the family farm. Next, we battled wind and rain, yes, Real precipitation came down while trying to survive an F5 tornado heading straight to the cornfields. And don't spoil your surprise by touching your own birthday cake. <laughs> Trapdoor in Bartonsville uses a mix of live performers, puzzle solving, and physical challenges in its four different immersive experiences, which owner Tone Perzicki compares to escape rooms on steroids. Each theme spans multiple rooms in total 13,200 square feet of playing space. And essentially it's become this whole new kind of form of entertainment. In Trapdoor's most popular experience called Cure Z, which includes more than 10 rooms, you'll help save humanity from the zombie apocalypse. It's just an entire world of storytelling trapped in two hours. Uh, and it feels quite real. We've had tons of pharmaceutical companies play it and recognize real life drugs that we had put into the game. Stay back, stay back. Don't come near me. Or travel down the rabbit hole into a world where Alice in Wonderland meets Twisted Asylum. 
After cracking codes, climbing through makeshift vents, and eventually saving Alice from a terrible fate, an adult beverage from the Asylum Club certainly took the edge off. Might I suggest the Fungi Among Us? I absolutely love watching the faces of people when they complete the challenges that we've put forth. Then unwind downstairs at Madness Distillery with syringe shots and themed drinks with funky names such as Zomberita. Inspired by, yeah, you guessed it. Everybody liked just hanging out with us and kind of, you know, shooting the breeze after and getting into like behind the scenes conversations and we said, why not do it over cocktails? Tone has fond memories growing up around his father's bar and took an interest in spirits later in life. He now distills his own, which you can taste at Madness Distillery or take to go. And Tone's background in landscape architecture has come in handy for building his over-the-top trapdoor experiences. Ever since I was a kid, it was kind of undeniable I needed to be in some form of entertainment. I was part of the reason that our entire film production department in my high school got shut down, because I took things a little too far. Trapdoor isn't only a fun activity among family and friends, it's become popular for company team building days as well. This provides an opportunity to just put the phone down and escape into a whole new world where all these crazy situations can occur and do occur. But you could survive them and get through them and live to tell the tale. Trapdoor is open seven days a week, Madness Distillery on weekends. You can learn more on trapdoorescape.com and over on poconobeveragetrail.com. With the Pocono Television Network, I'm Brianna Strunk. Hey there, it wouldn't be a Pocono Mountains Magazine without a stop on the Pocono Beverage Trail here at Jam Room Brewing. These guys also have a story behind their beautiful sign here. Find out who made it coming up on Pocono Mountains Magazine. Get your bikes and sneakers ready because it is time to hit the trail, but not just any trail. Nightlife. Find yours at PoconoMountains.com. As we leave the doldrums of winter and spring emerges, sometimes you just have to hit the reset button. And what better way than with our health and wellness? I'm here at Opal's on 5th and Palmerton. Let's go inside and check out what services they have to offer.
So I'm here at Opal's on 5th with Opal herself. Hi Opal, how are you today? Doing well, thank you for coming. So this is a family-owned business with you and your mom. Indeed it is. Okay, so how did you guys come up with the name and the idea for the business? Well, the name came second. Um, my mother and I have worked together for a lot of years and we work very well together. And one of the key factors when we are working together is customer service. Love that. I have been uh, suffering with psoriasis since about 17, 18 years old. Um, was diagnosed with psoriatic arthritis in my mid-30s. I've done topical treatments, mm -hmm. oral treatments, nothing seemed to um, work as well as when I would do uh, tanning, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, helped, and I sought out other alternative treatments that weren't so harsh as some of the topical and oral treatments. Mm -hmm. I came upon salt rooms. Health and wellness is very important. <laughs> Absolutely it is. earlier this is a family-owned business we already met opal your daughter this is peggy the mom so earlier opal was telling me a little bit about how you guys got started and the business and some of the services you guys offer so do you want to tell me a little bit more in depth about them we offer the foot detoxes we have the salt room we have the infrared sauna and within the salt room we offer different meditation classes. We do events. We have reserved Sunday as our day for private parties, and we can tailor it to what people want. So we can either do the services that we offer here, okay. and we can also tag on other things. So we have done that where we have brought somebody in to do head, neck, and shoulder massages, along <laughs> with the reflexology when they have completed the foot detox is the salt room, the IR, and we do a day of it. And each service has like benefits to it, correct? Absolutely. So for instance, the salt room, there's three things that that's really good for. So that's good for your skin, your airways, mm -hmm. and also for um, mood enhancement. The infrared has many, many things that it's wonderful for. And that actually is great for circulation, muscles and joints, dermatitis, people with fibromyalgia, that's a real big one, chronic fatigue syndrome, uh, foot detoxes, very calming, so it is a detoxification, so you have the cellular debris removal and you get mood enhancement, uh, you can sleep better, another great one for muscle and joints. So as I walked in, I saw this little cute boutique that you guys have with products and accessories and crystals and different things. So tell me a little bit about that. We are offering things that we feel fit in with the services mm -hmm. and that are locally made. I love that you're incorporating other people's passions with your passion. Absolutely so. And we have things that are specific for skin since that's a, a big reason why we started. We are trying to tailor things to help too with, what, with the mission. So, I'm very intrigued about these services you were telling me about, so should we go try some? Oh, absolutely. Can't wait. So how do you feel after your meditation? Colleen, that was amazing. It was very relaxing. I think I felt a lot of emotions that I didn't expect. What exactly is sound healing? 
Sound healing um, is different frequencies and vibrations mm -hmm. that go and re uh, resonate through your body, through different chakras. Okay. Um, it is useful for depression, um, for post-traumatic stress disorders. Um, they're using it in uh, hospitals for um, psychiatric. So I just did a Reiki session also with Colleen and it was, I can't even explain the experience. So Colleen, tell me a little bit about Reiki and what it does. So Reiki um, kind of balances out your chakra points. You have seven major ones, but you have many more that mm -hmm. go through your whole body. Mm -hmm. People feel literally energy, literally moving mm -hmm. through their body. Some people see colors, some people see visions, um, and some people literally leave their body. Um, but yeah, the experience is to bring you to your highest potential. So I just finished up some of the amazing services that Opals on Fifth has to offer, and I have to say, I feel very refreshed and renewed. So definitely check them out on their website, opalsonfifth.com, and on all social media platforms. I'm Deanna Fontanez for the Pocono Television Network. One of the stops on the Pocono Beverage Trail, Jam Room Brewing Company right here in Newfoundland. And this sign at their new location didn't come from some big sign manufacturer. It came from a homegrown maker right here, Brittany with BC Goods and Grain. Now you're gonna find out why she's making a name for herself doing what she loves. Brittany Chattered and Skillful Hands are doing exactly what they were meant to do, make and create. The businesswoman and mom of two is settled into her new home for goods and grain in Hamlin, churning out projects for clients across the Poconos. I think a lot of what drives me is the innate desire to create with my hands, and that comes from being a stonemason's daughter, a stonemason's granddaughter. Brittany was surrounded by friends and family for a ribbon cutting at her shop recently, a sign of how much support she has gained doing what she loves. A lot of that has been organically grown through my social media, Instagram account, and just creating connections, not only locally, but even beyond that. It was surreal, and I felt so grateful and thankful for everybody who came. It was a big moment for the startup business that's grown and grown, taking root during the pandemic and expanding. It was a hobby, and then it turned into a side hustle. And then there was this aha moment of, oh, I could make this my thing like I could do this full time and slowly but surely the jobs just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Now she has a small retail shop featuring female made merch from other makers just like her and Brittany also is opening up her studio to others to teach create and collaborate. So far to date we've had a candle maker from the Lehigh Valley, a polymer clay artist from the Pittston area and we have a Hamlin-based cookie artist. Brittany has done jobs big and small, some cool Pocono television memorabilia here, and that epic jam room sign that was her biggest to date. It yeah. took a lot of trial and error, many mistakes were made, but overall, it, the end result hangs on the front of the building. The um, creativity that you find time to make happen Goods and Grain has also been able to leverage micro-loans like the Circle of Aunts and Uncles to upgrade her equipment and invest in this laser that creates some amazing products. 
we worked really well together just working through the kinks and it's, it's an amazing thing to have as a small business to be able to know that there's those resources out there. Surrounded in the building by other women-run businesses, Goods and Grain is right at home. Making a name and so much more. Jim Hamill for the Pocono Television Network. History, scenic views, easy access to charming small towns on bike or on foot. You'll want to put this place on your Pocono summer bucket list, the first of a three-part series, coming up next. At St. Luke's Orthopedic Care, you can trust us with your hands, feet, shoulders, hips, and knees. Because healthy bones and joints mean you can do more. You can trust us to recommend the right approach to care, including joint sparing treatments and therapies. And when surgery is the only choice, we offer options to help you heal faster, including technology-assisted joint replacements and muscle-sparing hip surgery. St. Luke's, the orthopedic care you trust, now more than ever. I'm Brianna Strunk along the DNL Trail in Jim Thorpe. The Pocono Television Network and George Roberts Productions have teamed up for a three-part series all about the views, adventures, and stops along this 165-mile trail, which you can explore on bike or on foot. Here's part one with George and Connie Roberts. The same mine-to-market route that anthracite coal once took via the Lehigh and Delaware Canals and the Lehigh Valley Railroad now welcomes walkers, bicyclists, runners, and other outdoor enthusiasts. Five counties, 165 miles, a network of canals, towpaths, railroad tracks, and right-of-ways make up one of Pennsylvania's premier trails. The DNL Trail is a step back into time. It follows the same path used to ship coal from mines in Northeast Pennsylvania to the shipping yards in Philadelphia. Today's trail connects that history from Wilkes-Barre to Bristol, Pennsylvania. And so the trail is the visual part of a lot of that, where we're adaptively reusing the historic transportation route to allow people to connect to the heritage sites along the way, the outdoor recreation, nature, the environment, and then health and wellness. Along the way, you'll encounter mountains and valleys, forests and grasslands, charming historic towns, and trail-loving businesses.
many of the stores you'll see with that iconic maroon and white sticker out front, you know that you're welcome inside that business, whether it's the candy shop, the restaurant, uh, or a place to fill up your water bottle. The DNL Trail is part of the Delaware and Lehigh National Heritage Corridor, designated by Congress as a National Heritage Area. It is managed by 30 public and private landowners. So how can you enjoy this beautiful treasure? Let's take a look at the 37-mile section of the DNL Trail that runs through the Pocono Mountains of Pennsylvania. The DNL Trail is in a great location to see wildlife because you're right along the Lehigh River, so there's certain wildlife that are unique to that type of habitat, but you're also right in the Appalachian Mountains here. There's some areas where you'll see open grassland. You might see some wildlife that's unique to that kind of habitat in those places. Uh, for the most part, it's forested. The grading is always very friendly to people of every ability level, whether they're hiking, biking, rollerblading, uh, you, you know, it's an ideal place to get out in the, in the world of nature here. Let's start in the northern area of the DNL Trail and continue south since this is the preferred route of most users because this direction features mostly downhill grades and few gentle uphills. We're in Luzerne County at mile marker 140. This is the Black Diamond Trailhead and it's about 10 miles north of the borough of Whitehaven. It's located off Route 437 in Wright Township. Here, the DNL Trail follows the abandoned path of the historic Lehigh Valley Railroad. There are plenty of opportunities to see wildlife. It starts out here off of 437 and connects to the old rail bed and leads down towards Middleburg Road and Whitehaven. It's about an eight mile stretch and it's a little bit steeper grade uh, going down or coming up than the rest of the trail further south. So you want to consider that if you're uh, going to be biking uphill from Whitehaven to a uh, mountaintop, it'll be a little bit steeper. Traveling from Black Diamond to Whitehaven, you'll pass by Moosehead Lake, a beautiful place to stop and relax for a moment. It's quiet through here, and the trail is in good shape. There are bogs, ponds, and wetlands in this area, and plenty of flowers in season. The borough of Whitehaven is along mile markers 130 and 131. The town is a beginning point for many who use the trail. Once you get down into Whitehaven, we consider that one of the, we've been working with organizations in Whitehaven as a trail town. So Whitehaven is a great place for people to stop for a bite to eat. There's pizza places, there's Tavern on the Trail is a new organization. So there's a lot to do in there. 
the bike train out of Jim Thorpe drops passengers off at mile marker 130, giving bike riders a 24-mile trip back to town. Jim Thorpe bike train offers a great opportunity to do some of that multi-use, where you get to be on a historic transportation route by riding the train and then riding back down. It offers a couple different distances. Coming out of Whitehaven, the next stop is the Lehigh Tannery Trailhead at mile marker 129, featuring the 600-foot stone ruins of the nation's largest producer of tanned hides back in the 1850s. As you continue on the trail, you pass through state game lands. Along the way, you'll see beautiful scenery, including the Lehigh River. The trail is made up of different surfaces. The Dino Trail was laid out over a variety of surfaces that already existed. So uh, the, the parts from Whitehaven down through the Lehigh Gorge are, are it's a railroad uh, access road. The top half from Whitehaven down to about uh, Penhaven Bridge is, a, a, there's no railroad track on that side. So it's a beautiful gravel trail. This section of the DNL Trail follows the Lehigh River. It's the gorge, you can hear the rushing water, you can see the beautiful scenery. I can tell that the people here are really friendly on the trail, the sights are absolutely stunning. Eight miles south at mile marker 121, you'll encounter the Rockport Trailhead in Carbon County. Rockport is in the Lehigh Gorge State Park. That's right. There's no amenities at this trailhead besides the bathroom behind us, and there's no nearby town to get supplies. No matter what we tell them, they go to see the village of Rockport, and there's really five homes, and you walk uphill, there's nothing there. As you head through that area, um, you really do need to plan that you're taking a longer ride. You'll have one or two trailheads with a bathroom stop, but there won't be anywhere to like stop and get food. As you get close to the Rockport Trailhead, you'll come across Buttermilk Falls. You'll want to get your camera and take pictures. A little further down, you'll see massive rock formations on your right. It's always a little cooler in this area. After a break at the trailhead, you continue south. Along the way, the scenery is magnificent. You'll work your way through the mountains while following active train tracks and the Lehigh River. It's a nice path with lots to see. Um, I like that it's really close to the gorge as well. Um, we like throwing rocks in the and getting our feet wet in there and then we can also go for a walk too. The stretch between Rockport and Glen Oco is long and communication with your cell phone can be spotty. People should be prepared that their cell phone cannot be their map the entire way, especially in um, those sections of, of Carbon County, some of those areas um, of the 26-mile Lehigh Gorge State Park. Paper maps are a good idea when traveling through this section. 13 miles from Rockport, you come to Glen Oco. The scenery here is magnificent. Near mile marker 108, you'll see an old rail tunnel where coal cars used to pass through the mountains. At this point, you are only two miles from the town of Jim Thorpe. On your way, you will cross the Lehigh River on the Nesquahoning Trestle. It's a great spot to take out your camera for pictures. Every mile of the trail is beautiful. 
and you might watch a bald eagle feeding and you might stop for 20 minutes watching that. Good chance you'll see some really interesting things at various parts along the trail. Around here we see porcupines every now and then. You uh, see black bears every once in a while. Lots of birds. So if you're really into birds, the DML Trail is a great place to uh, come during the spring and fall migration seasons. No matter what day of the week you walk, it's wonderful and there's always someone or something new that you see. I mean, there's so much to see. Uh, and as I get older, there's so little time to see it. But yet it's quality time. The town of Jim Thorpe is at mile marker 106. It's right here at the county-owned parking lot. As you move south through the parking lot, you'll come to the Jim Thorpe Visitor's Center. It's complete with information on the area, and there's bathrooms with running water. The town of Jim Thorpe is a great destination on the DNL Trail. There are many trail-friendly businesses and points of interest. It's also a great place to start your journey on the trail for going north or south. Once you're down to Jim Thorpe, you're in another great trail town. There's so much to do. Um, you've got all sorts of heritage areas you can visit, uh, heritage sites, I should say, uh, businesses, shops. You should note it can be difficult to ride through the town with its narrow sidewalks and steep hills. The town itself, the infrastructure, was built way before bike travel was common. So when you get into Jim Thorpe, everyone knows it's a cycling town, but you're best to leave your bike in either Josiah White Park or right here at the bike shop. We have public bike racks, lock it up, and then just cruise the town by foot. I would say if you're riding around the streets of Jim Thorpe, you do need to be very careful. Um, you definitely want to be a pretty avid road cyclist just to make sure you know the rules of the road and you're kind of keeping, um, keeping your eyes out for cars that might be um, not aware that cyclists are on the road. There are places to stay, places to eat, places to shop, and even a bicycle shop for repairs and gear. There are a lot of great restaurants really within walking distance of the DNL Trail. So you can check out Molly McGuire's, which is very, very close. We have uh, new restaurants definitely opening if you're willing to take a walk up Broadway in Jim Thorpe. A lot of great options that are right there off the trail in, in the borough of Jim Thorpe. Jim Thorpe is an historic town, originally called Mock Chunk. There are many points of interest to see as the town was central to shipping coal from mines to markets. And the Jim Thorpe Trolley Company operates taking visitors on tours. The popular Lehigh Gorge Scenic Railway offers different types of train rides. While in Jim Thorpe, try the Switchback Trail. It links Jim Thorpe to Summit Hill, where anthracite coal was discovered in 1791. The trail follows an abandoned gravity railroad that transported coal to the Lehigh Canal nine miles away. For hikers and bicyclists, Jim Thorpe is a great town to stop in overnight. Most inns and bed and breakfasts can keep your bike secure while you sleep. It's pretty common nowadays. They do have facilities. In fact, they have an enclosed locked area for their bikes. Again, with the public bike racks, if they don't have it, you could lock it to one of the public bike racks. If you'd like to know more about the anthracite region of the DNL Trail, pick up a trail map and guide, or use the interactive trail map on the DNL website or app. We'll head back to the DNL with George and Connie coming up after this. At East Stroudsburg University, you will study with cutting edge technology. You can perform in the classroom, field, or stage. You'll get involved on campus and off. 
you can have fun preparing for your future. You're all familiar with Mount Airy Casino Resort, but I'm going to take you behind the scenes to meet the vice president of this iconic place. All of this and much more on Pocono Television Network. Welcome back. Let's head back out on the DNL trail with George and Connie Roberts here to have a great time out there on the trail. I think it's great for folks to understand that the DNL trail is really the spine of the National Heritage Corridor. The DNL National Heritage Corridor is one of 55 heritage areas in the country. Uh, we are designated by Congress. So we have federal legislation that denotes that we are a nationally significant area. And I think it's important for residents to realize the, that significant history that we have and be proud of it. It's, the region is amazing. And we are really glad that we can work with so many partners to connect the industrial heritage, the economic development, the health and wellness, and the outdoor recreation and nature and the environment. DNL Trail is much more than hiking and biking. It's a multi-use trail. And by that we mean that it is open for walking, running, biking, strollers. Walking on the trail is a great healthy activity. It is safe enough for all those who like to walk. Some trailheads have more parking areas, such as those at Whitehaven, Jim Thorpe, and Sladington. And some have more amenities like bathrooms with running water. There are some areas up in the Anthracite region where you can go quite a few miles without a trailhead. Uh, we do have our suite of uh, maps, that map brochures, one for the Anthracite region, one for the Lehigh Valley region, and one for the Delaware Canal region. And they list on them all the trailheads, the GPS point for the trailhead, because unfortunately, Street addresses don't always work for trailheads as easily, but they do show people where they can get on and off, and most of them show what amenities are at those trailheads. The trail itself is made up of a mixed surface. Some sections are actually paved, while others are packed gravel or loose stone. Be sure to wear the proper shoes for this activity. The sandals would be a little light, the flip-flops would be a little light, a little thin, something with a thicker sole, not necessarily a high top, but something with a thicker, but like, like a thicker sole, something that doesn't have to be a real big hiking shoe. Our running shoes are fine, uh, and there's very little moving around on loose rocks on the entire trail. So you're on a surface that is somewhat like one's gravel driveway or better. Remember, if you walk or run a mile on the trail, you have to go the same distance back to where you started, unless you have made arrangements to be picked up at another trailhead. So you can do a day hike from any trailhead out and back, or if you bring two cars, you can put a car here and a car there and walk to your car and come back. Biking on the DNL trail allows you to cover more ground in a shorter amount of time. Most people use a hybrid, touring, or gravel bike. It should have a minimum tire width of one and a quarter inches. A bike with gears is not necessarily needed as the trail has minimum grade inclines or declines. Rail trails are level and flat railroad never went up steep grades. Maybe in other parts of the world, certainly not here. So the gradient is always very friendly to people of every ability level. 
community organizations also use the trail to hold charity events. We've seen uh, 5K walks, we've seen bike rides. We actually have our own DNL half marathon uh, walk and run that we use uh, the DNL trail for to fundraise for the Heritage Corridor. So there's a lot of potential uh, for folks to use it for charity events as long as the landowners approve it. And people don't always think of the seasonal uses for the DNL Trail. The winter, you can cross-country ski on sections of it, snowshoe on sections of it. And also, we do have some sections, depending on the land ownership, that allow equestrians, so horseback riding along the trail. You, sometimes you're out on your bike and you are going to pass a horse. A lot of people that use it for nature, you know, viewing, bird watching, um, access to picnic locations, photography, getting on the river or the canal, so water access. You can use it for so many different things. Preparing for an adventure on the DNL Trail depends on how much time you'll be spending here. For example, there's a big difference between a one-hour jog or walk and the items you're going to need if you're going to spend the whole day on the trail. It's always important to have along with you, obviously, something to drink, some water, just in case you're out longer than you think. Uh, the weather can change, so paying attention to what the weather is that day, whether it's a short trip or a long trip, and also having along some bug spray. Uh, we are in Pennsylvania, there are ticks. A simple walk of a couple of miles means you may venture two miles from your starting point and then two miles back. While seasonal clothing is a must for everyone, you may want to take some other items. Your cell phone, you can access maps so you can see where you are on the trail. And if anything goes wrong, which is pretty rare, you'll have a communication device. But certainly water, you know, a little first aid kit if you're running around with little ones would be helpful. Let's say you turn your ankle and you slip down the embankment and you're slightly below grade so people can't, and this happens occasionally around here, a whistle would give you a, a louder way to tell somebody you're there rather than your voice. And, and I think just that attitude that I'm doing something that I need to be self-sufficient in would be a, a good mindset to start. If you're planning on running or biking several miles, which would involve many hours or most of the day, you'll need to prepare a bit more. Reusable water bottles and snacks are a good idea. Bring along a DNL trail map as well as a cell phone. If they're using a mobile device, download the maps to your phone prior to getting out on the trail or take along one of the paper maps with you so that you, you know where you are, what you have, um, and making sure that um, they can orient themselves. Seasonal clothing is important and bringing an extra layer or a rain jacket is a good idea, especially during cooler weather. Finally, place all of this in a small bag or backpack. It makes it easier to carry these essential items. As you start to get out there, you realize I'm three miles from anywhere. So in that regard, it's not unsafe at all, but it is, uh, you're a bit more on your own than you are when you're in a suburban area. Some may want to plan a two, three, or four day trip on the DNL trail. This will require more gear and some planning. We provide the bikes for them. Um, we provide panniers so they could you know, bring anything they need with them, their equipment, their clothing, their spare shoes. 
And then we also provide all the stuff that they need, um, fix it, locks, pumps, tools, everything you could think of so that they have, that they're self-contained the whole way down the trail. If they have any issues, they can help themselves. Pocono Biking also offers a guided trip on the DNL trail. It's a pretty posh trip. It's really neat. They're staying at inns the whole way. Really all the guests need to do is pedal their bike. The guides do everything else. Camping is not allowed on most of the trail, but there are a couple of locations where you can. East Penn Township built a bike or boat in camp site. It's not meant for RVs, for tow behinds, and you reserve that through the East Penn Township Supervisor's Office. You may want to schedule an overnight break in one of the trail towns where you can find lodging. People call us all the time and we give them the names of, we have an accommodations list that people could build their own, you know, three-day itinerary. Uh, and there are loads of choices. Biking on the trail means you'll need to take some additional equipment with you. Your bicycle is your mode of transportation. If it should break down, you could be far from a trailhead and cell phone service may not work. So, there are several types of tools you should take with you for quick repairs. You don't need to be a, a bike mechanic, per se. Even if you don't know how to repair it, cyclists are friendly, wave them down, chances are someone's gonna know how to help you out and get you fixed up. Tools when you're out there, absolutely a hand pump for air, um, spare tubes that fit your bike, and then a general multi-tool. And on the tool are the most common Allen key sizes you'll see on a bike. So it can tighten down almost anything on that bike. As well as it has some fly heads, and this is called a Torx bolt, which is a special bolt that is commonly found on bikes. Getting a good, reliable hand pump is really important. There are varying degrees of good to um, bad pumps. Get a good pump, because if you do have an emergency, you want it to work. This is a pannier bag. It's common on multi-day touring for bikes and it goes on the back rack of the bike and it carries your tools and all your um, emergency equipment, but it also carries your clothing, spare shoes, everything so that you could carry it with you on your bike. In addition, helmets are recommended for all bike riders. Helmets are a good idea. Um, not everyone wears them, but we're big uh, proponents of them. They're just, you never know what can happen and it's just good to have it on. You can find out more about planning your trip using the online interactive map at delawareandlehigh.org slash planyourtrip. We would encourage anyone that's interested in supporting the DNL to become a member. Membership benefits provide access to the Josiah White II canal boat rides, the National Canal Museum, and access to the archives. So um, if people are interested in special events along the trail and at the museum, uh, membership is a great way to support the organization and help this heritage area continue to uh, expand our reach. Hope you enjoyed a look at this segment of the DNL Trail. On our next segment, we'll travel to the towns of Lehighton and Weisport and Point South. Exploring the DNL Trail is one of the great outdoor activities to do this spring and summer. And coming up later this month, a unique event is taking flight. Yeah, don't forget to join us Memorial Day weekend for the great Pocono Raceway Air Show. Get your tickets and more information on PoconoAirShow.com. Time for more adventure, guys. I'll drive. All right. I call shotgun. Good call. All right. <laughs> and if you are heading out Memorial Day weekend on the water or this summer, 
make sure you wear your life jacket. Save a life and have fun when you're in the Poconos. <laughs>